Parashat Shoftim Summary There is a special mitzvah to set up a system of courts. Each town must have at least a betin of three judges. They can decide monetary and property cases. A larger city must have a betin of 23 judges, who additionally judge cases of life and death, including giving lashes. If those judges aren't sure, or cases affecting Klal Israel, the Sanhedrin HaGadol of 71 judges in the Bet HaMikdash would decide the case. A judge must be very careful to judge honestly and not show favor to either side. He may not take a bribe, for even if he thinks it will not affect him, it will. In order to ensure that the psak of the Betin is carried out, there must also be shotrim, officers, who enforce the judge's decrees. The Kenanim used to plant asherah, holy trees, next to their temples. They would also set up matzevot, large stones, to honor their idols. Even if our intentions are noble, we may not set up these in the Bet HaMikdash, as it can lead to idol worship. If a person serves Avodah Zarah and is warned by two witnesses, he is put to death by stoning. The witnesses are the first ones to implement the penalty. Even when we disagree, we follow the Psak of the Sanhedrin HaGadol. If a Torah scholar does not listen to Bedin regarding certain mitzvot and informs two other Jews to follow what he says, he is called a Zaken Mamre and is Chayav Mita. Although the Sanhedrin decides for Bnei Israel, there is a mitzvah to appoint a king to guide the nation and to lead in war. As the king is to be on a lofty level, he may not have too many horses, wives, and personal treasures. Wherever the king went, he carried with him a Sefer Torah to learn from and to remind him that Hashem is really the true king. Shevet Levi did not have a proper portion in Eretz Israel. They did get the cities of refuge. In order to sustain them, they were given certain required portions from Bnei Israel. The Kohanim received 24 gifts, including the forearms, cheeks, and stomach of most korbanot, the Bikurim, which are the first of the produce, and the first searing of wool. In order to be a true prophet, the person must be a tzaddik, a tamit chacham, and properly keep all the mitzvot. If he doesn't, no matter what signs he gives, we may not listen to him. If he is a false prophet, he is put to death. The Kenanim were very into their witchcraft, including bringing up the spirits of those who have died. The Torah warns us not to be superstitious or to consult with any of these magicians or astrologers. Rather, we put our trust in Hashem. We are allowed to consult and must listen to a Navi. A king or head of Sanhedrin may ask through the Kohen Gadol, the Urim Vetumim, which is the parchment with Hashem's name inside the Choshen, which caused the letters to light up as an answer. If a person kills accidentally, he is to run away to an Ir Miklat, city of refuge. Until he is in the Ir Miklat, the Goel Hadam, which is the closest relative of the person killed, has the rights to kill him. There were three cities that Moshe set up on the uh, other side of the Jordan, the side of the Jordan across from Eretz Israel, and there were three main cities corresponding to these in Eretz Israel. There were an additional 42 cities of refuge which had slightly different laws. These 48 cities were owned and run by the Leviim. There was a special mitzvah to make sure that there were proper signposts to enable the murderer to arrive there easily and safely. In order for a person to be punished by Bed-Din for doing an Avera, there needs to be at least two witnesses who saw him and warned him. If he acknowledged them and did the Avera anyway, he would be punished. If the Edim turn out to be Edim Zomemim, which are false witnesses who were proven that they couldn't have seen what happened because they were in a different location at the time, then they get the same punishment they wanted the person to receive.
If, however, the person was put to death already, Betin does not put them to death, but rather Hashem deals with them directly. Before Bnei Israel went to battle, a Kohen was appointed as the Kohen Mashuach Chama, the Kohen who was appointed for battle. He called out Shema Israel, Do not be afraid, Hashem is with you. After encouraging the soldiers, he and the officers announced that certain people may not fight. A. One who built a new home and didn't live in it. B. One who planted a new vineyard but didn't eat its fruit. C. One who was engaged and did not yet get married. And D. One who is afraid of the sins that he may have done. These people may not fight in a milchemet reshut to expand territory in Eretz Yisrael. However, a milchemet mitzvah, which is conquering Eretz Yisrael, or against Amalek, they do fight. Upon entering Israel, even when surrounding a city, fruit trees may not be cut down. This is known as Baal Tashchit. Do not waste unnecessarily. Lastly, if a Jew is found killed between two cities, five judges from the Sanhedrin Agadol come and measure to the nearest city and bury the person there. The Bet Din of that city then brings a female calf that has never been used for plowing and never had a yoke on it. They bring it to a valley with hard soil that has not been plowed and break its neck with an axe. They wash their hands and declare that they are not responsible for the person's death. The Kohanim also come and pray for forgiveness for Kal Israel. The valley must remain a wasteland. And this mitzvah is known as Egla Arufa.